0: Hey, this is Pastor Madison. I am so excited that you're tuning in today to the Crosspoint Podcast. My prayer is that this word inspires you, uplifts you, and enlightens you. You can connect with Movement Youth on Instagram at movement underscore youth or the Point College ministry at the Point College. Let's jump into the message. Hey, y'all. What is up? Welcome to the podcast. I am so happy that you have decided to tune in. Today, I have got a word for you we're going to be talking about how to be a blessing in today's culture and society It definitely seems that being a butthead is a lot easier than being a blessing. Can I get an amen on that? Let's just be honest. It's true. People are posting terribly mean things. There's a lot of emotional manipulation going on. Families are being torn apart over an election. People are divided over COVID and the list just goes on and on and on. So with all that's happening, I thought it would be timely to talk about how we can be a blessing even in the midst of all this controversy and all the arguments and anxiety and all the things. But before we go further, let's go ahead and let's pray. Dear Lord, we just thank you so much for giving this opportunity for us to just come and know you more and learn about you and to dig into your word and see what it has to to tell us, has for us. And I just pray that you would open our ears to hear and our hearts to receive what you'd have for us. We just thank you and we love you. Amen. So last week, we talked about the true meaning of blessed, right? We talked about how we are blessed, not because of our successes or victories or what we do, but we are blessed because of the relationship that we have with Jesus. We are blessed by his presence and by his love, his embrace, his promise of eternity. And the worldly things that we are blessed with can fly out the window at any given moment, but the blessings that come from God are buckled in for the long haul. And I thought it would be fitting now to talk about how you can now be a blessing to other people because the blessing that we have from our relationship with Christ is so good that we should want to share it with whoever we possibly can. And just like the blessings that we talked about last week that God focuses on in his word, these are the blessings that I want you guys to focus on as well. It's not that we give people things, it's that we give people Jesus. Jesus. So I want to talk about four things not to do that too many people do. And by not doing these things, you will bless people by showing them who Jesus is. We're going to be going through Matthew chapter 23 today to demonstrate this, and man, when I read this, I was fired up because this is a word for us today, and we absolutely need to hear it. So to set up the scene for you in Matthew 23 here, Jesus is addressing a big crowd of people along with the group known as the Pharisees, and the Pharisees were a religious group, and this religious group was very legalistic and hypocritical, okay? They believed that you had to do so many things and check off so many boxes in order to please God, and they were so full of themselves and were constantly, constantly trying to get Jesus in trouble. They were bad news. And in Matthew 23, Jesus has had enough, okay? He, He decides to address them, and from this, we will pull the four things that we should not be doing. And by not doing these things, we will bless other people, and you can trust me on that, okay? First thing is this. Don't be a hypocrite. Matthew chapter 23 verses 1 through 3 says, Now Jesus turned to address his disciples along with the crowd that had gathered with them. The religion scholars and Pharisees are competent teachers in God's law. This is what Jesus is saying. You won't go wrong in following their teachings on Moses, but be careful about following them. They talk a good line, but they do not live it. They don't take it into their hearts and live it out in their behavior. Okay, Jesus, like go off. He is telling them And preaching not to be hypocrites he's like yeah they know what to say they know the difference between right and wrong it can tell you so but they do not walk the walk okay they do not live the right they don't take those right things and put them into their hearts therefore they do not live out what they say and I just wonder if Jesus would warn people about you today if he were here okay I know that could hurt a little bit but just think about that do you live a life that would make Jesus go oh yeah uh, be careful around that one because she goes to church on Sundays. She, you know, comes to youth group or whatever, but boy, you do not want to see those other six days of the week. Or does he say, yeah, he grew up in a Christian home and he wears a cross necklace and all that, but he really messes with girls' hearts and does not reflect me when he's in those relationships. Would he, what would he say about you? Would he say those things? Okay, think on that. Second thing is this, don't be prideful. So in verses 4 through 7, still in Matthew 23, he says, Instead of giving you God's law as food and drink by which you can banquet on God, they package it in bundles of rules, loading you down like pack animals. They seem to take pleasure in watching you stagger under these loads and wouldn't think of lifting a finger to help. Their lives are perpetual fashion shows, embroidered prayer shawls one day and flowery prayers the next. They love to sit at the head table at church dinners, basking in the most prominent positions, pruning in the radiance of public flattery, receiving honorary degrees, and getting called doctor and reverend. Okay, Jesus is just completely going off. And this is where Jesus really brings it home. Okay, this is verse 8 through 10. This is what he says. Listen up. Don't let people do that to you. Put you on a pedestal like that. You all have a single teacher and you are all classmates. Don't set people up as experts over your life. I'm going to read that again. Don't set people up as experts over your life, letting them tell you what to do. Save that authority for God. Let Him tell you what to do. No one else should carry the title of Father. You have only one Father and He's in heaven. And don't let people maneuver you into taking charge of them. There is only one life leader for you and them, Christ. Do you want to stand out? Then step down. Be a servant. If you puff yourself up, you'll get the wind knocked out of you. But if you're content to simply be yourself, your life will count for plenty. Oh, man. Like, that is a word for some of you today, okay? I don't really want to go here, but some of you are disappointed with the election. And others, you, others of you are rejoicing, some of you have put so much weight into one person that you are drowning in your sorrows or rubbing your victory in somebody's face. But the world, t- the word tells us right here, you all have a single teacher and you are all classmates. Okay, we are all on the same team. So do not let an election or a pandemic divide up you and the ones that you love and even the ones you don't love right now because that is exactly what the enemy wants. Quit letting social media be the expert speaking wisdom into your life okay quit letting your friends talk you into being someone that you're not the word tells us right here that there is one life leader for you and them and that's Christ okay and if you don't believe that good luck with the rest of your life because with the world there will never be a constant consistent voice but with Jesus there always is So I'm guessing that you probably know who Muhammad Ali is, okay? He was a heavyweight boxing champion of the world. And this is a story I found. It's not 100% proven to be true, but I thought it would be probably pretty fitting to illustrate how silly pride looks. So Muhammad Ali was on a plane flying to one of his engagements and... During the flight, the aircraft ran into some bad weather, so the plane started experiencing some bad turbulence, and the passengers were accordingly then instructed to fasten their seatbelts immediately, and everyone did that and complied but Ali. And noticing this then, the flight attendant approached him and requested that he observe the captain's orders, only to hear Ali respond, Superman don't need no seatbelt." (laughs) <laughs> the flight attendant did not miss a beat and replied, Superman don't need no airplane either. <laughs> okay, that's a great demonstration. All right, number three, don't judge. Matthew twenty three, twenty three through 24 says, you're hopeless, you religion scholars and Pharisees, frauds, You keep meticulous account books, tithing on every nickel and dime you get, but on the meat of God's law, things like fairness and compassion and commitment, the absolute basics, you carelessly take it or leave it. Careful bookkeeping is commendable, but the basics are required. Do you have any idea how silly you look, writing a life story that's wrong from start to finish, nitpicking over commas and semicolons? Oh, man, preach it. You guys can... Sit there and pick apart somebody else's life. But when it comes to your own, you sweep all the crummy stuff up under the rug. You want to sit there and you want to gossip. Oh, you do. Do you know what she did last night? Well, me and my people are wondering what the heck you did last night. Okay. The tracking that you do on everyone else's life is impressive. But how about you focus on keeping track of your own? That's what the word t- tells us. He says, careful bookkeeping is commendable, but the basics are required. So how about you get back to the basics, back to the basics of who you are in Christ. Also, I just absolutely love that last line that says, do you have any idea how silly you look writing a life story that's wrong from start to finish, nitpicking over commas and semicolons? But some of you have this mentality that you have it all figured out, but oh, them, like they know they've got it all wrong. So you sit there trying to write out what you believe to be the correct story, nitpicking over the tiniest of details of other people, even though you're the one who's got the messed up story to begin with. And sadly, I've done this before and I still continue to do this. And one time I was serving a woman on a service trip who seemed just ungrateful. Okay, She seemed rude and mean. And a lot of our group did not like her and started having negative feelings. And so we were coming into her house trying to do nice things for her, but we just did not feel appreciated at all. But then our leaders of the trip had us take a step back and think about how she felt with all those strangers coming in, flipping her house upside down, invading her space, how it must have felt to be at such a low point, to not have barely anything and then admit that you need help. A change of perspective can do a lot for a person, and it was exactly what we needed. So we went in that next day with a different mindset, and by the end of the week, we saw her in a totally different way, and she saw us in a totally different way too. She was thankful, she was kind, she was thoughtful, and she used the little money that she had to prepare goodie bags for each and every one of us. So don't judge. Just get some perspective. Okay, this is the fourth and final thing that I want to talk about, and it's this, don't Gossip. Matthew, still in 23, verses 29 through 32. You're hopeless, you religion scholars and Pharisees, frauds. You build granite tombs for your prophets and marble monuments for your saints. And you say that if you had lived in the days of your ancestors, no blood would have been on your hands. You protest too much. You're cut from the same cloth as those murderers and daily add to the death count. There's not a whole lot that talking bad does, okay? Talking bad can't change the past. Talking bad won't help the present. And talking bad is not going to typically bring a very good future. And these Pharisees Jesus talks about are basically saying that they're better than their ancestors. That they never would have gotten into as much trouble as they did. And some of you think the exact same things. You think, oh man, things would have gone way better if I could have just handled it. We would not be in this position if all these stupid people knew how to act. I cannot believe she did that. I never would have done that. Okay, stop gossiping. It just brings pain. I remember when I was young, and I bet some, this has probably happened to some of you, but I remember when I was young and this girl was just so mean at school. And she just twisted things and she lied. And I remember one time I was texting about her and I said something mean and I accidentally sent it to her. Yeah, don't text something or say something about someone unless you're willing to say it to their face, okay? Because in the end, it will probably be told to their face, but it probably won't be from you and it probably will be twisted from what you said, okay? So be honest, be open, don't gossip. If you want to be a blessing to other people, you need to start acting like Jesus. And if you want to know how to act like Jesus, you better get into the word so he can teach you how. Okay, but listen up to this next part, okay? what I'm about to say, listen up, many of you say that you want to know God more, but you won't crack your Bible open to learn more about Him. Many of you say that you never hear God speak to you yet you won't make a consistent time throughout your day to talk to him. Many of you won't want to be many of you want to be a blessing to the world and you want to make a difference, but you haven't even accepted the one who makes you different into your heart. Being a blessing takes work. And in Galatians, God tells us that we reap what we sow. So is what you're giving what you'd like to get? Would you like to be receiving what you, pro- what you portray and release to people? It's time to start thinking about how we treat people and about how we can be blessings to each other. Because this world is crazy and these times are chaotic, but we're teammates. And we've got one coach who wants to see us all win. So let's help each other win in life and after this life, okay? Let's focus on being a blessing for each other instead of bickering over every little thing. If you enjoyed today's message, I would encourage you to like it or share it on social media. Movement Youth for 6th through 12th graders meets on Wednesday nights with service beginning at 7 p.m. And the Point College Ministry meets on Sunday nights at 7 p.m. We would love to have you join us. Thanks for tuning in.